Hey friends, do you need to find some hope and some encouragement? Maybe even some direction? You're in good luck because today we are going to go over the passage of Scripture in the book of Matthew, chapter number 4, where Jesus begins his public ministry. I think we're going to be able to answer some questions about resting in God, maybe even finding out what our purpose is, and uh, discovering that God's way is always best. So thank you so much for tuning in today. I want to get right into our portion of Scripture uh, you can always follow along via podcasts, wherever podcasts are available, but also right here on YouTube. And so I'm going to start off and we're going to read our portion of scripture that we're walking through, which is Matthew chapter 4, verses 13 through 17. So let's start right here in verse number 12. Now, the Bible says that when Jesus had heard that John had been put into prison, this is a loaded statement right here because... We know the end of the story. We know what happens to John. He ends up becoming beheaded, unfortunately, because he called out the sin of King Herod, and there was a not-so-good situation. And then, of course, his daughter uh, danced and pleased him, and, and, and Herod's wife at the time, because he was in a, an adulterous relationship, uh, marrying his brother's wife, by the way, um, when it was his daughter's birthday and she danced, um, he said, ask for anything that you want out of this kingdom. And this is actually found in the Gospel of John, by the way. And uh, the mother prompted her to ask for the head of John the Baptist. Now, why is that significant here? Because when Jesus heard that John had been put into prison, this seemed to be a signal to him that he was to start his ministry. Now, can you imagine how intimidating that might be? I mean, this is Jesus's own cousin, and he's been put into prison. And of course, Jesus has a sense of what's ultimately going to happen to him. And this is the moment that God would say, hey, I'm going to launch you out and go. I think that there's some things that we can learn from this because God's way is always best. And sometimes it's in the middle of adversity. Sometimes it's in the middle of trials. Sometimes it's in the middle of some heavy stuff that you are going through when God calls you into your purpose. And this is exactly when he had called Jesus. Now, the background to, to this, the way that Matthew has this set up, is Jesus has just been tempted in the wilderness for 40 days and for 40 nights. And he came out, of course, uh, victorious over Satan, and now he has been empowered. He's been affirmed by the Father through baptism, and now he's ready. But there was still something that he needed to wait for. And this is why I find this so interesting, that it is the moment when Jesus heard that John had been put into prison. Now, from a human perspective, this would have been the worst time, the worst time. So again, I just want to encourage you, sometimes when you are going through some stuff, some some heavy stuff, some hard stuff, sometimes when you when it doesn't seem like things are working out, that can be a great opportunity for God to move into your in in your life. Let's move on. It says that he departed to Galilee. Now, presumably speaking, he was coming out of the area of the wilderness and leaving Nazareth, that was his hometown. Uh, very, very small town. It's estimated from different scholars. There's different um, thoughts and, and different estimates, but 
I would say probably the safest bet after reading all, it's a very small ranch town of about 500 people or so. So it says, leaving Nazareth, he came and he dwelt in Capernaum. Now, Capernaum, as Matthew's notes, is right by the sea in the regions of Zebulun and Naphtali. Um, which sea is this? This is the Sea of Galilee, obviously. And Capernaum would have been a much bigger town that uh, would afford him more opportunities for ministry. And so Jesus is going to capitalize on that opportunity of having a much larger area to cover and to minister in during this time. Now, verse number 14, it says, uh, in, in Matthew fashion, we would say that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet. So let's go ahead and read this. The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, by way of the sea and beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. I got to pause there for just a second because I think that this will preach. Jesus is moving and he is fulfilling prophetic utterances that were spoken many, many years prior to that. And God is still in the business of doing this today. He is sending his light into the world. In fact, he has called you and I the light of the world. We are to spread this gospel to the ends of the earth. And that, by the way, folks, is part of what your purpose is. Now, you may not know exactly specifically how that works, but I can assure you this. Part of your purpose is to give glory to God, to be a follower of Jesus Christ, to be a, a disciple. That's what it means to follow Jesus. And so that is the foundation of your purpose and to help enable the spread of the gospel to the ends of the earth. And so let's go back into this scripture here just a little bit. And so the people who sat in darkness, without Christ, they're in darkness, have seen a great light. And upon those who sat in the region of the shadow of death, light has dawned. Now what's he quoting? He's actually quoting the book of Isaiah chapter 9, verses 1 and 2. And you could go back and uh, just, a, just by brief way, I would always encourage you that when Matthew comes in and quotes these particular scriptures, that you go back and you read it and you think of the context of what it was. And what Isaiah was doing is he was giving a very specific, what we would call a messianic prophecy. And so it's, it's really incredible what he's doing and what he's working through in these particular scriptures. So let's move on. It says, from that time, Jesus began to preach and say, repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Now, from this, now Jesus is moving in the purpose of his ministry. The timing is just right. He's received the, the cue, we would say, from John being in prison, and boldly he goes forth. Now, I want you to give this some thought. What was the message of John the Baptist? It's the same as Jesus, wasn't it? Because John the Baptist came and was saying, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Now, wouldn't this just be crazy? I mean, if you, if your, if your cousin, the forerunner, John the Baptist, was just thrown into prison for the very message that you are also about to proclaim, 
I don't think most of us would be willing to do that. And so we see we see some boldness in Christ. We see a willingness of him to do the Father's will. This is absolutely incredible. And by the way, folks, this message is still the same today. This is the very simplistic message of the gospel. Repent. It's repent. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And repent means to change your mind, to change your ways. I was going one way, and now I'm going the opposite direction. And we have very, very little repentance today. And that's part of the reason we have very little revival today, because there there isn't a whole lot of repentance that's going on. And so this is just the tip of the iceberg in the book of Matthew as far as Jesus being launched out and called or, or initiating, probably better said, in his ministry. I want to thank you for tuning in today. Um, please, wherever you're watching from, either affirm this, uh, give it a heart, a like, I don't know, a thumbs up, whatever it is on uh, whatever platform. And I do thank you and appreciate you. We'll see you on the next one.